All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. And Isaac Bayer. Welcome to this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton, a full house today. Uh, with me, guest hosting, co-hosting, if you will, DJ Pig and Isaac Bayer. Why'd you say That's guest hosting? Full house was five. Why'd you say guest hosting? I didn't specify who was guest hosting. I just said co-hosting, guest hosting. You said guest hosting, comma co-hosting DJ Pig, and well, then threw in Isaac. I don't. I don't. I didn't say so. anything. You know, and I could have said some things, and I decided not to. But listen, he's always telling me. He's always telling me to keep it to myself. I mean, uh, the audience, the, the audience can't see it, but I mean, I, I I open up the Zoom call, and the first thing I see is this man on a buffalo looking dude. Mm-hmm. Thanks for oh, being. Buffaloes. Thanks for keeping it G-rated there, DJ. And uh, it's a full house. I don't know when the last time that we we did a trio, uh, the the AY and two K trio got together. But I'm excited. We've got a pretty good topic. A super today. interesting topic to get all three okay. of us together for. Okay. So I know that in the past, and we won't get into it until after the topic transition, of course. But I feel like Isaac, you specifically have been sort of. Eh, about concerts um and i just said the topic before the topic transition but that's no! okay. come isaac, on man isaac's maybe a little iffy about concerts mm. uh, and isaac if you could maybe stop yelling so the audio doesn't it peaks every pretty much any time you raise better. your voice it peaks if um, i put the mic all the way out I've there had, i've had people and then I roll back and i go that's that's oh. still that's still pretty loud somehow i'm not really sure how that works but i've had people legitimately come up to me and say Man, you know, Isaac's good on the podcast, but he's just so loud. And I can't tell you, I can't tell That's what I do. That's who I am. I can't tell the audience. Don't ask me to stop being a man. Well, I've asked you to stop being so loud and still be a man. And I think that's possible. Can I ask a question? Sure. Isaac, don't you live in Wyoming? Why do you look like you're in Hawaii right now? Mm. And there it is. And you know what? That just goes to show you that the the co-host of the podcast is not listening to his own podcast when he's... Not when Not you're on, on it. Good God, I'd be deaf by now. <laughs> mm, that's true. Here's the thing. I love Hawaiian shirts. And you know what? This shirt I got at a hand-me-down, this is a Tommy Bahama. Wow. Um, it's like canvas. Okay. That, I'm super relaxed. That's right? like, is, that, is that Tommy Hilfiger's floral department? Tottenham. Tommy Bahama goes for hundreds of dollars. Show some respect, DJ, because the Tommy Bahama Thank Hawaiian you. shirt. Thank you. Is equivalent to like the Air Jordan sneaker. Um, oh my is- God. I bought Get now. Out. This is a this is a vintage. This is a hand me down. But I was in Denver a month ago, and I bought a Tommy Bahama Hawaiian shirt for a hundred twenty dollars. That's I hand to God. That's a true story. Right, a hundred twenty dollars shirt. That, that shirt no. looks awful. No. It looks it's, like it's, my grandma's wallpaper. It's not, and and from my understanding, DJ, because like Isaac alluded to, it was it's not a stylistic. Uh, choice as much as it is a logistical oh, uh, choice both. because apparently it's so hot. How is a hundred and twenty dollars right shirt? hundred. How is that logistical? Well, it's logistical in the sense that temperature-wise, temperature regulation, he can unbutton all the way down if he needs to in order to call, cool off. That's, he lives in Wyoming. Idea. It's like seventy-five and sunny all the time year-round. Well, I mean, that's only true most of the year. DJ, 
before we get into more Tommy Bahama shirt uh, purchases right. and if it's that too much, the, that's the topic enough, of the day, though. Um, I, I I want to go ahead and get to the thing that you brought to the table whenever we were discussing topic ideas. You said that you had maybe a couple of notes on work meetings, and I know that uh, you just got a new position. So all I will say is be careful. But what were you thinking? Um. Uh, as far as work meetings that that you thought was valuable enough to to speak on? I think, no, it's, I'm not, I I wasn't tuning in to just, you know, uh, totally dog my, my new place of employment, but um, I I think that it's only, the work meetings are only useful and only worth having as long as they provide some sort of food. So yesterday I had one, Mm. they had donuts. Great. Today, nothing and you know it just it makes it worthwhile i think and that's my main takeaway is if you're a boss or if you're a person who supervises over others in any form or fashion if you're gonna have to call everybody to a meeting i think it's necessary that you provide some sort of food whether if it's if it's breakfast time biscuits sausage something like that that's really good who's 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 paying for that food Exactly. The company? That's right. You write it They've off. They've got a food budget. They've got a food budget for the meetings. How many meetings are you having? You just write it off, Isaac. That's I've what, had that's what you got to pay for it. You can't just write it off at the grocery store I've had or at six, the restaurant. I've had six meetings in the last eight days. And how many See, of those right meetings? right there is why they can't buy you food. How many for, of those no, meetings I mean, could have break. been an email, you think? True question. Um, At least three of them. Okay. But... And and the remaining, you said you had six in the last eight days. The remaining yeah. food was served. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is the three that maybe could have been in an email. What was funny is during those meetings, as they finished up their two-hour presentation, they're like, and you can also find the links to the videos uh, explaining all this on whatever website. And it's oh, like, okay, yeah. so thank you for that. Hmm. Well, but anyway, concerts, man. Concerts, yeah. So without further ado, this is episode 276. Today's topic, concerts. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, this is actually a really great topic for us to be talking about because DJ is outside. He's outside as if you would be enjoying an outdoor concert. He's just sitting in what looks like a patio, enjoying some out live outdoor music. Yeah, it's incredible to see that I'm in an office setting. I even got acoustic foam. Quinn is obviously in a closet, a broom closet. DJ is outside enjoying the live music. Are you it's actually outside, DJ, or is that is that the lining of your living room? No, this is just this is the den in our in our house. This see. is the. I mean, it it's built There's on. No At some point, it was probably a patio. That there is a what do you? It was just the angle of the video, but Isaac, I, I saw what you were saying. It did look like kind of a white fence, maybe a privacy fence on a back porch it or something. It does look like, like yeah. Oh, uh, okay. but I see what you're saying. You can't blame me for that one. But concerts, uh, thanks for bringing that up, Isaac. They can be indoors or outdoors, and uh, the, the idea of a concert is to great bring, insight is to bring music to uh, the fans, the, to the people that that love and listen to certain artists. Now, I know at one point 
Isaac would make fun of me for this anyway, so I'll go ahead and get this out of the way. I go to a lot of John Mayer concerts, as uh, silly as that might seem to Isaac, but it's something that makes me happy. I like to see uh, John Mayer play the guitar because he's very good at it. And I also just love the the concert atmosphere or really just any sort of stadium atmosphere if I'm at a sporting event where everyone's there for the exact same thing. You're all enjoying that one moment besides the couple people that are just on their phones posting TikToks and, and Instagram stories the whole time. But for the right. most part, it's just a, it's a joined uh, mass experience that creates a memory. And, and I'm, I will say for the most part, don't like spending money, but whenever it comes to concerts, I don't even care. Just take my money. I'm going to go see, I'm going to go walk into uh, the stadium and, and see the, yeah. my favorite artist. What else is taking your money? T-shirt, $50 t-shirts. Beers. Now that's true. Uh that they really get you uh with, with the t-shirt sales. I last concert I went to, t-shirts were selling for $65. $65 for a concert t-shirt. And I that's love ridiculous. a good concert t-shirt, but I couldn't do it. I said that's I can't I have to draw the line somewhere. And if I'm not absolutely in love with this concert t-shirt, I'm not gonna pay $65 for it. But yeah, and Isaac mentioned too $20 beers. Uh, $25 chicken strip baskets. They're gouging you once you get there and they're gouging you to get there, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. I mean, here's the, th especially with your high, high paying artists. I don't know how all that works, uh, but I assume they get like a large percentage of the ticket sales. So the, uh, the venue's got to make money. They know they're, you're there. They know you'll pay for it. It's like, so Bailey and I are expecting a child and it is incredible how expensive baby stuff is. Mm. And it's because they know people are going to pay for it because they want it and, or they have to have it. So they're going to jack the prices up. Yeah. Uh, some people refer to it as a stadium tax. Whenever you go to a sporting event or a concert, um, it's just like, as soon as you walk in the doors, you can't leave. So what are, what are you going to do? Like, are you going to, are you going to, keister some hot dogs in a plastic bag and bring those things in no you're not going to do that you're going to pay 25 dollars for a hamburger that? basket hey it was just it was just something that came to mind but pros and cons isaac i don't know where you just went but pros and cons of concerts what what comes to mind whenever you whenever you think man what this is a really great thing about a concert i kind of touched on some things earlier but but what are some you things that me come to mind well you're for on the great. podcast so you should well, be expecting for great. i feel like well, I was thinking more, you know, you set me up as a guy that doesn't like concerts. And then your your first keying up to me was uh, asking me what okay. I like about them. And what do you dislike about concerts? Then? I'll tell you what I dislike about them. I dislike finding parking. Half the time you got to pay. And half the time you got to pay and then walk another mile and a half. Mm, I don't like true. Uh, oftentimes the venues can be and, uh, and, you know, they like to hit big cities. Big cities are historically uh, not pleasant to be in. Um I don't like loud noises in the concerts. All right. Tune it down a little bit. I want to be able to go to sleep tonight. My ears are ringing. You know what I'm saying? So you uh, want it the people. It smells bad. It smells terrible. I don't care if you're watching a jazz ensemble. If you're in a big field full of 200 people, three to four to thousand people, it just stinks in there. Even okay. if you're outdoors. So you okay. want the people, when you go to a concert, you want them to play the music. At a reasonable level. Yeah. Gentle and soft. You don't want not the... really gentle and soft, but I want to, 
I want to be able to, you know, I don't want to have to con- consult my doctor for tinnitus. Sure. And I get that because I have walked out of concerts. John Mayer's perfect for that. John Mayer's perfect because he's just a white guy playing guitar. It's really as well, only as loud as he can and, be. And I'll give I'll give you that one jab because right now he is doing a solo tour where he's just basically playing acoustic stuff. So there's nothing crazy coming through the speakers that's going to cause your ears to ring, right? But for the most part, and I, and I do, I do at one point, like you made me go see Avatar too. I want you to come to a John Mayer concert with me at some point, so you can say, "Hey, you know what? This isn't too bad," because it's not all just bubblegum pop. What you think he is? It, it it's it's more in depth, and he shreds the guitar. He might be one of the best guitar players on the planet right now, and I'm not yeah, overstating. I can't believe you. I'm not overstating. You know what? You always looking for a reason to talk about John Mayer. We're not talking about talking about him almost as much as you can talk about Tom Cruise. Now I watched Avatar two, by the way, and it was pretty solid. It was fine. It was pretty solid. It wasn't. I I mean, I like it. And they cheer up at the end. Nine family. Nine to ten years. If uh, Vin Diesel had been in that movie, and if he had said family, oh my god, it's one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Would Vin Diesel superhero? Would Vin Diesel play a blue person or would he play like a, a version of himself? I feel like he would probably fight for the human side. You think so? I feel like yeah. he would he would just, you know, probably come through the most family. Yeah, the family yeah. part though of Avatar 2, I could see where he could play into that. But DJ, pros and cons of concerts. What are you thinking? Um, well, I mean, like you said, everybody's there for the same reason. If you're going to a concert, most of the people there at least are going to have a good background knowledge of those, those songs, uh, the music that's being played. So it's kind of a in unison euphoric feeling in that sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, the things that Isaac mentioned, yes, are not awesome, but that's also not the concert itself like that's just that's the part leading up to that's that's part of the price you have to pay mm, if you yeah. want to get it's, in and watch somebody you love to listen to how do you how do you guys feel about openers because i'm indifferent about openers sometimes you have a good opener but most of the time if if my if i buy a ticket and it says uh let's just say greta van fleet is is playing at 7 30 i want to show up at 7 and have Greta Van Fleet start at 7.30. But that never happens. Because the opener usually Showing starts... Showing up at 7 and getting there on time. The opener probably starts at 7.45. And they play for an hour. And then it's 8.45. And then for some reason, there's a 30-minute break. So they can kind of flip the stage if they have to. And then the band that you paid money to see finally comes on at like 9.30. And they play for two hours. And by that time, you're kind of sleepy anyways. You don't mind that the concert's wrapping up. I I would rather just, and I, and I understand that having an opening act kind of helps, you know, up and coming artists. But at the same time, if I if I pay the t- if I pay to see the people, right? If I if I pay to see a band, just start at 7:30. Let's all get out of there by 9 30, 10 o'clock, right? Some people gotta drive. Like you don't like concerts very much. I I you know, I I think I disagree. As you explained, you said you were indifferent, but it definitely sounded like you were against them. Uh, I would say I- I'm here for it unless the opener sucks. Mm-hmm. Then please get off the stage uh, and promptly bring out who I paid to see. But if I paid to see one band and now I'm getting to see two 
and they're pretty solid. And maybe now I have somebody new to listen to instead of repeating the same eight songs on Apple music on my way to work and to and home from work uh, every single day, then yeah, throw it at me. That's fair. But I, if I had to count how many times I've been to a concert and how many times I've, I've listened to the opener and said, you know what? I liked them. It's probably like 25% of the time. Sometimes, sometimes it's pretty good. I went and saw U2 one time and One Republic opened for them. So that was like a, a big band. It was like, oh, sweet. I get to see One Republic. That was like, okay, I'm excited to see him. And by the way, on the list of bands, artists that I've heard in person that sound the best, One Republic way up on the list blew mm. me away. I was that blown. Sound away. worse on the recording? No, they sounded just as they did on recording, which is See, honestly a really good thing for some artists because sometimes you listen to somebody and you say, whoa, who is this? This doesn't sound anything like what I was listening to. That That is one of the cons of concerts is a lot of times they don't sound nearly as good as they do on the songs that you mm-hmm. love so dearly. That's true. Any any comment on that, Isaac, or are we good good to move on? On, on openers? It looked like you were kind of asleep there for a second. Are you, are you still? Well, I'm not asleep. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking about all the concerts that I've been uh, to that had openers. Um, you know, I can only really recall one. If that's well, who saying are, anything, who are some people that you've seen in concert? I'll tell you. You'll like this one. I went to Red Rocks to watch the Avid Brothers. Yeah, and you know Red who Rocks opened is, for Avid at Red Rocks? Red Rocks is in your backyard. You should go all the time. Sergio Simpson opened for the Avids, and that's great. That's a great opener. No kidding. Was, that's a was. great concert. It was completely by surprise to us. I was excited about that. Uh, I think the really the only I did watch a Zach Brown concert when I was young. Don't remember the opener for that one. And the most recent concert I've been to, they actually had Ian Munsick. He's a country artist mm-hmm. uh, at the UW University, you know, in the quad. Um, and that was just for free. And they had I don't know. They had some girl that sounded like she was faking a country accent. Mm. Uh, and so I don't, I don't remember her name. Either. Gotcha. So overall, I'd have to agree, but I wouldn't say it bothers me. You're saying indifferent, but you're not actually indifferent. I think I am actually indifferent. Well, I'm indifferent in the sense of kind of what DJ laid out. If it's a good opener, I'd love to listen to them. But if it's if if they're not anywhere close to that that genre that I'm there to see, like that kind of sometimes throws me off because they do that sometimes. It's like this is a completely different act. My dad. Uh, has been to a U2 concert before, and Kanye West opened for U2. So my dad's seen that Kanye, West. A Kanye West performance. Yes, uh, and that, that's and that really was, incredible. And my dad, my dad's described it as like everybody was just like, "What's happening?" Because that's not anywhere close to the genre that people showed up to listen wow. to. So uh, I Did feel like you have it? to. I, I I mean I don't I don't actually know. We've said indifferent a lot. He probably would be in that in that camp of indifference. Did he, did um, he take the Kanye controversy pretty hard after having? I don't seen think that? so. I don't think so. And I want to go ahead and put this out here, and not to change the subject, but definitely to change the subject. The best part, in my opinion, of the concert experience is the very beginning of each song. Do you guys Do you guys understand what I'm saying? You're there to see your favorite artists, and you love to hear them play the whole song. But the best part is that maybe they tell a little story in between. Maybe they're plucking the guitar. They're looking around. Maybe they make a joke. And then all of a sudden they start playing some familiar notes. And your brain is like, wait, wait, wait. What is this? What is this? Then you know it. And you're like, oh, my gosh. And then it's the first 20 seconds of it. And then you're chasing that feeling whenever the next song comes. Does that make sense? 
I think I mean I understand the words that you're saying. If you're asking me the, the can I relate to that feeling, the the answer is no. Okay. Uh thank you. You know, I think it seems like I think it seems like you're having a very normal human experience listening to a song, except now you've paid a hundred dollars to do that. And in order to kind of extract some dopamine from the situation you're challenging yourself to hear what the beginning of the song is live because it sounds perhaps not up to quality yeah. as compared to a recorded song. And so sure. you're using the opportunity to, to, you know, feign a bit yeah. of excitement perhaps. Uh-huh. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the analysis there. DJ, did you, did you kind of agree or disagree? Can you repeat the question? Cause I totally forgot. Just listen to him. I was, I was basically just saying that, uh, one of the best parts, maybe not the best part of, of concert going is the first the beginning of, the song. of each yeah, yeah, song because uh, you get to realize what they're playing. I don't know if I would say that that's the best part or my favorite part, uh, but I, I do get some excitement from, especially if it's like one of my favorites, if I'm going to see an artist and they have two or three songs that I just really, really love. And mm-hmm. then I hear it and I'm like, yeah, yes. Let's go. And then I'm going to, you know, sing my heart out and hopefully hope that they pull me on stage and I can get my big break. Topic. Yes. Well, that's a topic to talk about. What is the singing? The, the, okay. Are you that's singing what, at a concert? That's what that's what I was going to bring up, because I was going to say that sometimes one of my favorite parts of a concert is whenever you get to a part of the song where everybody knows the words or uh, I one time saw Arcade Fire. And um, it's this it's the song uh, Wake Up by Arcade Fire from one of their very early albums, Funeral. And it's the part of the song where it's like, oh, oh, it sounds oh, sounds like a monk. Like, do you know that what you're talking drums, about? Though? It's the opening, the beginning of the song. Right. And so everybody knows that part. Right. So it's just a vocal. I didn't know that acapella moment of the song that arcade fire is known for building into their songs so audiences can kind of join in in those moments whenever they see them live that to me is really cool whenever everybody is like oh this is just kind of a a part of the song where we're expected to sing but i don't necessarily like the part where the the artist puts the microphone out to the crowd because why is that I didn't, I didn't pay to hear 200,000 people sing the song. I paid to hear you sing the song. So you yeah. pointing at the artist, you sing the song. I don't want to hear. I'm, I'm hearing everybody sing the song. Trust you me. Also pay, you also pay for Apple Music. And he can sing that same song for you every day, all day. That's true. Here's a quick question. I think uh, that's part of the experience. I, and see, that was part of my question. I wanted to ask, why would do you do you like listening to live music recordings? I do. Do you prefer to listen to the live music recordings over the? It depends. And so, would you say that you are would prefer to pay a hundred dollars to listen to a live re- music over you know the fifteen a month or whatever travel music? You don't. You don't see live albums put out as often as they used to. So that's the only issue is that I do love live music and live music albums, but that's kind of a a dying breed because a lot of artists have gone away from it because now all of their live songs are just posted onto YouTube. So they're like, well, why do I need to go put together a live album if it's just going to be out there anyways? 
if people will come and watch me do it for $150. Right. If someone will come and yeah, pay yeah, 150 for before, parking before fees and uh yeah. ticket service, yeah, that kind of thing. It's just but, a quick question. That's all I well, have for you. And I appreciate it. You seem very interested in in my opinions on car- concerts, which excites me for other people to listen to this episode. I, at least I hope. But DJ, you were you were maybe kind of trying to butt in there for a second. Did, did you have a comment on on anything that Isaac I think- just asked? You well, you were talking about the part like if they hold the microphone out. Uh, I think that that's part of the experience of most of the time when they do that, it's going to be a popular part of a popular song where everybody's knowing it, and that is a really cool experience for mm-hmm. me at least, where a bunch of people are singing the same song in unison and it's in time Definitely. and it sounds like you can't tell the people that suck from the people that can sing because it's all just everybody. Do you like also because I don't mind those moments either as long as the person continues to sing if, if they stop singing sometimes i'm like ah you know let, you know go ahead and keep keep going Stay, go back to the microphone but what about the what about the lights everybody it used to be candles of course uh used to have a lighter uh or i said candles yeah, now it's the lighters. phone lights now it's just phone lights do you, well, do you like smoke. that i don't know did you say something about smoke isaac yeah i so said i just said a lot of more people used to smoke Right. And so now not everybody has a big lighter in their We're pocket. a dying breed. You know, it's worse. We're a loud minority well, now. Smokers are literally a dying breed. They're all getting lung cancer and, and things like that. But I want to talk about the annoying... What are the lights concept. for? What do you mean, what are the lights for? What are they waving around lights? For why? Sometimes, sometimes it's because of a, a sad song that's a little bit slower. You kind of used to pull out the lighter to go back and forth to the rhythm. A lot of times now it's to get the person to come back on stage for an encore. That's traditionally the the thing that I've seen it used for in concerts that I go to is you the have person done that, leaves. You? The person leaves. I've done it. Yeah, of course. I've done it. Uh, the person leaves stage. Everybody goes crazy. They do the fake like, all right, good night. Thanks. Sir. Thanks, everybody. They leave. Everybody goes crazy. There's And they have maybe, a whole other set list planned. Yeah, there's maybe They're coming clapping. back out whether those lights come on or not. Right. And everybody Let's get pulls real. their light up. And it makes them feel important. makes us feel like we actually did something that night. And then the person or the artist or the band comes up on stage and plays a couple more songs. I like the encore. I mean, it's a little cheesy because most of the time it's kind of built in. I don't know of, of artists that are like, you know what? I don't feel like doing the encore tonight. Most of the time they're going to do it. Uh, but I know that that can kind of be one of those things. It's like, hey, if you're going to if you're going to do uh, a, a, a set, just go ahead and keep playing the set. Don't don't walk off stage and then walk back on. But you know, again, then again, it's just like that's part of concert going and it maybe gives the artist a, an opportunity for a break. But I want to talk about annoying concert goers. I'm going to go through a couple that I came up with. If anything uh, comes to mind as far as you've been to a concert and you notice this person or this type of person was there, go ahead and spit it out. But already got before, ideas. Already before, thinking of them. Uh, I think I got four here. First one I've got is the record the whole thing on their phone person. Mm. They just hold the phone up. They watch the concert through their phone. Do they ever really go back and watch the the videos? Probably not. Um, but they just like to record it, post it. They're taking pictures. Uh, they're they're posting on their Instagram, social, uh, Snapchat, Facebook, uh, TikTok, just any platform that they have, they have to let people know that they're there. The play this song person. This is a, this is a really good one. Every single time they're about to 
uh, every single time the artist is about to play a new song, they're like, oh my gosh, I hope they play this one. I hope they play this one. And they say it out loud for everybody to hear. Um, one person, uh, I went to, a, believe it or not, went to a John Mayer concert and every single time he was about to play a new song, they were like, play daughters, play daughters. And then every single time he started a song, she thought it was daughters. He never played daughters. So that type of person is very frustrating. Um, the blacked out before it started person where they're just hammered drunk off of $20 beers and seltzers and they don't even know where they are. They don't remember the concert and they paid $300 to be there. And then the last one that I have is the scream the lyrics at the top of their lungs person. We kind of touched on this earlier. It's it's not a bad thing, but if if, if I'm there to, to raise his hand. Yeah, I saw that. If I see DJ made there, the list of people you hate. If I am there to see a concert, I don't want to hear the person next to me belting out the lyrics. I want to hear the person. Maybe that's why they play the music so loud. But it, any I other... was about to say, if you can hear the person next to you screaming the lyrics, that means whoever you went to see is not playing. They're not putting on a good show. Sure. Because I gotcha. should be able to scream as loud as I possibly can to where I can't speak for the next three days. And you should never be able to hear me. That's fair. That's fair. Fair point. But any any other annoying concert goers that you guys feel like you feel like, ah, I can't believe that yeah. they're here. Yeah, I've got one. This one always gets me too, especially in an open venue where it's just a field or something. Stop dancing, and I'm not talking about I'm not talking wow. about standing still and just like you know getting jiggy with it. I mean, I've seen grown adults start country western swing dancing in a in the most open zone in a crowd of people that they can manage to carve out. Cut it out. Watch the show. You know, you're here to see a concert. If you want to go square dance, like, get out of the way. I'm in, and, wow. you know, I'm standing here. I'll, and you know what? The, because, like I said, they are, they are, they're actively trying to make a bigger gap so they can continue to dance. I'm standing here. They're square dancing, and they're getting closer all up in my space, and they're just square dancing around me. Right. You know, I'm liable. I'm liable to just, you know, just stand in the middle of this nice big open space they made. I'm trying to retake the territory. And that's, see, and that's, okay i guess but at the same time let me let me ask you this if there if they made sure there was enough room for them to dance to enjoy the concert would that be, then be okay or is it just the sheer fact if that they're in the back the, the there should be enough if they want to dance there should be enough open space okay. naturally you shouldn't be in a crowd and i'm saying swing dancing because that's what i saw but i've also seen other people just like wild all over the place dancing not like they're in the sea type of thing was it at a corn concert no, it was not. A, you strike at me a as corn a corn with a cake concert. concert. No, yeah, that's I, right. I, no. Luckily, I've never been to a corn concert. I've got one, and I know okay. we're running low on time, but I've got one that I'll throw in here. And this, I just know that, especially after he just said that, that Isaac is this person. I can't handle being around the people who stand there and just stare at the people singing like with their hands in their pockets and act like they're miserable to be there they're mm -hmm. not enjoying it at all they're not singing along they're not dancing they're not gyrating nothing or gyrating well that's that's maybe a step too far but uh the sitters too the i've been to a few good concerts sit. quinn the people that just sit too it's like what do you you know hey one one of my good friends used to used to say, "Hey, I paid for this seat, and it goes all the way up to the ceiling, right? Like that, that like a, a I don't know, a sphere that goes all the way up from the seat. That's what you apparently paid for. That's your space. You can do whatever you want with it. If you want to dance, if you want to sing, by God, if you want to gyrate, you're free to do so. Um, and I, I 
I was going to ask Isaac a follow-up question because I went to a Dead and Company Grateful Dead concert. A guy in front of me bought three seats for for himself, so he had room to dance. Is that allowed in the Isaac Bayer concert going uh, guidebook? It doesn't matter if it's I mean, allowed. He paid for it, it. Those are his spaces. Yeah, no, that is true. I mean, legally, you've got every right to do that. It's like that Theo Vaughn bit where he says, "I'm not, I'm not going to judge you," you know, but but. People will. That's yeah. that's the type of thing. You know, you could do that. You know, I won't say anything, but uh, you know, I'm my thoughts are my thoughts sure. are still the same. And we'll close out this episode, uh, this fast-paced episode. This feels like uh the pacing of this episode's been kind of like uh Oppenheimer, where you know the three hours wow. just go by we go by so fast. Um ticket prices, uh you you go and find your your tickets to your to your concert to your show you're excited and you say oh wow these tickets are only $87 and then you're like i'm going to buy two of those that won't be too bad probably 160 170 bucks and then you go to check out and it says uh final checkout total $295 and you say now now where did where did we get there from the $87 price that i clicked on whenever i saw the map of the seats and chose mine and then there are ticket service fees there are FU fees. There are we can do whatever we want fees. It's just all grouped in, and you end up, you know, kind of being uh, just. You, you have to deal with it. You, you get the shaft whenever you're buying tickets, and it's all thanks to Ticketmaster, third-party vendors who basically have a monopoly on the venues and the ticket sales. And one of those things, one of those big places that we've seen that come into play. We can't talk about concerts or ticket sales without mentioning Taylor Swift. She's having tickets for her Eras tour go for more than $10,000 for just a three or four hour show. I, you know, I, I think that that's great for some people that like Taylor Swift, but at the same time, how can you, how can, first off, why are, why are these tickets so expensive? And second off, Taylor Swift is, is, is it, she's great and all, but $10,000, that seems like that's a little excessive. I better get to hang out with her if I'm paying that kind of money. Mm. I better I better get to sit down and have a nice conversation and a dinner and a coke and sure. just you know I autograph. I better get my money's worth yeah no I don't care about the autograph okay I think Taylor Swift is probably one of the most middle of the mall pop stars <laughs> that I've ever heard of oh, um, no. but people I agree. are so crazy about her oh, that she no. walks around with her own secret service um, and that. You guys need to be careful. Should tell you that alone should tell you why people are paying ten thousand dollars because she has her own private security force. Just be careful because anytime you talk negatively about Taylor Swift, middle of the mall. Okay, Um, I'll try to fit this story in real fast. I worked at a place, uh, and this person that I worked with was a Taylor Swift (laughs) fan. She found out that I liked John Mayer. She put in her two weeks, like the day after. So Taylor Swift fans run deep. Um, she was so hurt. Uh, I, I guess second, John Mayer was so hurt secondhand by the John Mayer Taylor Swift relationship that went sour. That she oh, said, "I, I can't." That. She said, "I can't work with this person that likes John Mayer if I'm a Taylor Swift fan." That's how strong the Swifties are. So I'm just telling you guys. Be very careful when you talk negatively about Taylor Swift. That's not strong. That's extremely weak. That's insane asylum behavior. Mm. Maybe so. Straight jacket kind of stuff. Taylor Swift, we're winning every fight. Okay. And again, before, never mind, before 
you guys say some things that I feel like you would get you in, in a lot of trouble. We're going to end this episode. This has been episode 276, Concerts. Uh, we've covered it to the best of our ability. DJ Isaac, thanks so much for, for joining in and doing a classic AY2K trio episode. This has been great. Everybody better get ready to hear a lot less of Isaac. I got the new Wi-Fi. I found oh, no. my freaking headset. No, I'm in here. Oh, I'm, no, no, no. I'm here. This is, I'm this back. Has been, and I'm here to stay. My, my name is Quinn Eaton. I'm, I'm DJ Isaac Bear. And this has been All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.